everyone. Welcome for another episode of Bold and Beautiful. I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me this week, my wonderful husband, David. So say hello, David. Hello. And uh, my wonderful husband of how many years? 30 years. 30 years. Well, almost. We're just shy of 30 years. So give it another month and a half. Almost there. Yeah, we're almost, almost there. there. So anyway, super excited to have him come on this week. I want to talk a little bit about faith. Um, last week, we discussed fear and how that was an identity record. So if you didn't catch last week's episode, please go online, go to my Spotify, go to Amazon Music, go to my website at kiacordo.com and get last week's episode. Also, you'll find on on uh, my web, my website, excuse me, on my website, kiacordo.com, you'll find my blog in there that talks about several other identity records, and that will be a blessing to you. So, but this week, we want to talk a little bit about faith. So I brought my better half on to help me discuss a little bit about why we need faith to overcome all the other identity records and, and just to be established and stable in our in ourselves and just our relationship with God. So I want to talk about, I want to share this quick scripture with you in uh, Hebrews 11 and one. And I'm going to use the, um, the NIV version because I like the way this brings the point out about faith. And it says Hebrews 11, one, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And you know, what's interesting about faith is it's not tangible in that, you know, you can see it. It's not like this glass of water I'm holding. If you're looking at the video here, um, you know, it's not like it's not tangible, but it's something that's so, so, so powerful that it becomes in essence, a tangible commodity, if you will. Um, so, but when we, I think when people typically struggle is that we, uh, don't grab onto the faith that we need for ourselves many times um, because we can't see what's in front of us. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, David? You know, what is it that, how do we grab onto faith? How do we, how do we live with faith? Well, I think faith is, has to be rooted in identity. You have to know who you are and you have to know whose you are. You have to know who God is uh, to a certain degree in order to be able to have faith to move forward. Uh, there's a, a assurance, a confidence that comes in knowing who he is, knowing that he is our father, that he has our best interests at heart. And then also knowing that we are capable of doing what he said that we're able to do. And I think a lot of times people try to understand faith in this cues is talking about as far as how it's not seen, but it's there. It's, it's present. It's kind of like the understanding of gravity. You can't see gravity, but we see the effect of gravity. And there's a knowledge of that that prevents us from doing things that would necessarily cause harm because we know it's there. Faith, having faith, having faith established gives us the ability to do what we're unable to do in our own natural ability, understanding that God is with us and that God is propelling us towards uh, the direction that he's leading us. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that example about gravity um, because we have, we in essence have faith and we utilize the faith that we have every single day. How do I know that? Because we get up in the morning and we may not feel like it, but we know that, you know what, if I get up, even if I'm not feeling wonderful, I'm not feeling hundred percent, I'm expecting 
to feel better. I'm expecting to accomplish whatever it, I, whatever it is I need to do today. Um, I'm expecting to go about the day and that thing, you know, things, hopefully wonderful things are going to happen. You know, the day is going to progress and, and maybe I'm going to do a great at my job um, or I'm going to meet some wonderful people or, you know, I'm going to feel better. So we have that expectation. And I, I always have to chuckle to myself when I think of people who say they're atheists and they don't, they're, no, I don't believe in anything or I don't believe in God or I don't believe in agnostics. I don't believe in anything. Well, that's just not true because you do believe in something because you get up every day and you can't control that. Can I get an amen? Right. And yeah. you and you believe in the fact that you don't believe. So that's faith in itself. In itself. Absolutely. Yeah. You said when I love when the, the scripture that Hebrew says um, that God has given us a measure of faith if we continue reading a measure and we may not all have the same amount of faith for the same amount. Your faith may be greater in some areas than my faith or, or vice versa, but we definitely all have a measure. And, and it, the scripture goes on to say, and it's not that it's not what we do with what what um, what we don't have. It's what we do with what we do have, right. you know, and that and how everything that God has given, everything that God does multiplies. It's in its nature is meant to multiply. So if he's given each of us faith, that faith is meant to multiply. And there's several different layers that we could could unpack today. I don't know that we will, but we could unpack about how that faith multiplies. I don't know if you want to add anything. On yeah, that. I mean, faith is is developed by use. When we use it, uh, we grow it and we develop it and we make it larger, stronger and, and more capable. And so whenever I see God do something in one area, uh, maybe it's in the area of my finances. Maybe it's in the area of uh, healing in my body. Maybe it's in the area of uh, maybe words of knowledge, whatever it is. I see my faith operate in one of those areas. I begin to build that faith to become stronger and, and see more in those areas because it's kind of like taking that first step and I see the, prog the, the progress that takes place. And as a result of that, I begin to take the next step and yeah. I take the next step and, and really, and I think faith is really, it has to be action. It has to be movement that yes. faith without works, the Bible says is dead. Absolutely. And so there's got to be something that, that we're acting on. It's more than just knowing a lot of people say, I know God's going to do this. Mm -hmm. I know God can do this. I know God is able to do this. Right. And that's, that's awesome that you know that. But without acting on it, you'll never see the results of what you know up here, that mm -hmm. only by acting can you begin to experience the fruit of, of what you were believing God for. Uh, oftentimes, I use example, people say, I believe in God for something, and maybe they're looking for something in their life. Maybe they're, they're believing God for a better job. I'm mm -hmm. believing God for a better job. I'm believing God for a better job. 10 years down the line, you see the same person right. and you ask them, how you doing? I'm believing God for a better job. Right. Well, we got to go from believing to acting. We got to move from believing to seeing the results that God has promised us. And so faith really requires that motion in order to experience the, the fruit of what he's promised us. Totally. Absolutely. And I love that reminds me of the parable that Jesus tells about the um, sower who goes out to sow seed. And he says, you can sow on good ground. You can sow on, on, you know, in between ground, rocky ground, um, ground where there's really no, you know, because it's rocky, the birds come in and pick it up. And I think that part of that action determines what how how um strong that action is towards the faith that we have so in essence if i have seed to sow say i want to plant corn mm -hmm. or you know we're in south florida so maybe we want to plant melons i don't know so we plant some seeds and depending on how good that ground where we're planting those seeds where we are expecting a crop 
a fruitful crop and um, what that ground looks like will determine how how wonderful it is, right. how how um, fruitful and um, harvestable, I guess you could say, that that faith produces. So we can look at people, you know, and this is like where I think people get stuck is that they start comparing themselves um, among themselves and they say, well, you know, my life isn't quite like that. My house doesn't look like that. Or, you know, my grades, if I teach um, high school students, so if y'all are listening out there, you know, my grades don't look like so-and-so's grades. I studied, I did this, I did that, or or maybe I didn't study as hard, or, or you know, I didn't get into that college, but so-and-so got into that college and we take the same classes. You know, what's the ground that you, what ground are you sowing seed into? Right. You know, is that ground prepared? Did you, how, how, how prepped are you, you know, to accomplish what, you know, God put in your heart to do? And so some of those things play a role in the, the, growth or the speed at which our faith grows right and the awesome thing about that is is that the seed is the same on all the grounds mm. that it's not a different seed that went on this type of ground and different good. seed on that one a different one that one it's all the same seed the difference was was the condition of the ground that's right and you know that's why that someone can hear a word from god and they take that word and they run with it and it produces results well, the next person hears a word and they say, well, I need to think about that. I need to consider it. And one day I'm going to see it happen. Right. And so it, the difference really is, is not, it's not the, not the seed, it's the ground. It's and the so ground. the condition of our heart when we receive that word is going to determine how quickly it comes up. Wow. Because ultimately it's going to come up, but it's, it may be delayed or it may be choked out when it does come up. Right. But the seed is going to, at some point, it's going to break forth in some form or fashion. Wow. And depending on the condition of our heart, it's going to determine what it's going to look like. Wow, that's incredible. Well, then that takes me back to um, where we began with identity and knowing who we are and then who we belong to. So if we, if I can think about myself and say, you know, I belong to God, the most high God who created me, who formed me in my mother's womb, who, who, um, you know, picked out the days for me, who knows every hair in my head and who thinks about me more, you know, great and ma um, amazing thoughts towards me than I can towards myself or I do towards myself, then I can say, all right, I've got some good ground right there. Mm -hmm. If I can understand that, if I can grab a hold of that. You see, the problem I think is that many times people think about, um, think people have great positive and faithful thoughts about other people, yeah. but, but not themselves. And so we want to encourage you today is that man, look in the mirror and say, I belong to God. I am bold. And I am beautiful because I belong to God. And I have faith that God is going to do something in my life, that he's going to do something magnanimous. I love that word. Um, he's going to do something amazing. And uh, the ground that he's giving before me, that he's He's helping me to prepare is going to be great because I've got this good seed and I'm going to sow that seed onto this good ground and great things are going to come up. Amen. That's awesome. That's good. That's awesome. So think positive about yourself today. Think positive about your family. You know, we're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday, um, because there's really no pressure except to eat and be merry. I guess so. And eat some more. Really, and just and just be thankful. And so we pray that you're going to have an awesome Thanksgiving, that um, you're going to spend a wonderful time with your family. Um, another thing that I thought about before we end is that, um, you know, so, so many times people get together with their families and, you know, they want to present the best picture of themselves because, you know, uncle so-and-so or auntie Susie is going to be like, why are you, 
why are you still wearing that same thing? Or why do you still have that same hairstyle? Or aren't you married yet? Or aren't you divorced yet? I mean, I don't know. Aren't you? What are you? You're still working at that same place? You know, there's going to be criticism is going to come from everywhere. And, and I we heard a preacher once say that um, if you can survive your family, you know, you're pretty surviving thing. You can survive anything. So, you know, sometimes family causes that pressure so don't be pressurized don't be don't be manipulated if you will um enjoy the holiday enjoy thanksgiving know who you are um have faith that god's got you have faith that um god has given you the seed and he's given you the ground and as you're sowing those seeds into your own life that god is going to produce an amazing harvest um Anything else we want to share on that end? No, just go and do what God called you to do. Be who God called you to be. Yes. Even as we go into the next year and the next year and the next year and the next year, just continue growing uh, from one level to the next and become who God created you to be. Awesome. I love that. Are you guys so glad that I had my special guest? I'm so happy. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence, David. Um, he's going to come back because we've got a really special episode. Um, but until then... God bless you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and go out and be bold and beautiful because God's got you.